0: This Zach from Goat Horror, and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast.
1: Phantasm.
0: Maximum terror. That's your target
1: audience, baby! Phantasm. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it.
0: Phantasm. Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal!
1: Hey, this is Dr. Vincent West, Medical Doctor with the Phantasm Podcast, and I have <laughs> My drummer from my, the, the drummer from my favorite band today, we've got Zach from Goat Whore, and we're going to be talking about their new album, Angels Hung from the Arches of Heaven, which comes out October 7th from Metal Blade Records. Uh, Zach, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you for doing this. We really appreciate your time. Um, of you guys have been doing a ton of touring. Uh, Lots of, yeah, lots of bit. stuff, and, and and getting back out there, which is awesome. Uh, yeah, it's great. This record, uh, let's talk about this record. So, tell me a little bit about the recording process for this album.
0: Oh uh, man, the uh, recording process, we. Uh we actually recorded it in uh, Bogalusa, Louisiana, which is uh, maybe like an hour north of New Orleans. Okay, so it's pretty close for us. In the studio itself, uh, it's called Studio in the Country, and I mean Kansas recorded all their big, huge records back in the seventies. It's amazing. Uh, Cinderella did a Heartbreak Station. Just, uh, a lot of big, you know, blues, jazz, New Orleans. Um, artists and stuff, but a uh, super comfortable studio, uh, whole environment was just a perfect place to uh, work on a record. You know, we lived on the property, so there's a five five bedroom house. You know, on the property, so we, you know you're just immersed in the, in the work and the project the whole time. And it's the best place to have no, you know, outside, you know, distractions. So yeah, I, I think it really played into. Um, us being able to focus and do the best we could with this album.
1: Now production producer wise, did y'all stick with the same this time?
0: Um, sort of yeah. So um, engineering, um we had Jared Pritschard in there again, which he worked on benchful session nice. Us. And he was our long time longtime live sound man as well. So, you know, we we're just very comfortable with him and he knows what's you know, how to you know how how when you we want to sound and how we should sound. So he's just very easy to, you know, help, you know, get everything to where it needs to be. And also he's good at pushing us uh, performance-wise to, you know, get the best takes out of us. And, and then from there, uh, we sent it to uh, Kurt Ballou to, to mix. And, uh, man, we would always really wanted to work with Kurt because, you know, we're all fans of you know, other records, other bands he's worked with. Sure. And we thought, man, it would be killer to have, you know, Jared, you know, to capture everything, you know, just in the studio and then have a uh, 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 separate set of ears on it to mix, you know what I mean? And we were blown away by what Jared yeah. did, did with the record and mastering, too. Yeah, everything seemed to work out really well. Exactly yeah. Your, your
1: it's, it's killer. Um I love when you guys worked with with Rutan on so many records. Um, oh, me too, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's such a great guy, and you uh, love your old stuff. Yeah, I'm, I, the the new records are very sonically pleasing. It's great songs too. Um, let's jump right into this thing. Uh, what can you tell us about the the, the opener here, the uh, the intro, the uh, invocation three? Uh,
0: Sammy, Sammy came up with that, and uh, you know he put that together, and you know. Uh, I guess the only other intro to a record that Jodor has is a second record, Punal Dirt, has a similar kind of, uh, you know, uh, intro before the you know actual music gets going. But, uh, you know, it was a cool change, you know, from, you know, a stretch of records that didn't have something like that. Sure. And uh, it kind of sets, you know, sets the tone for, um, you know, the Born of Satan's flesh is coming in and you know, ripping flesh, you know, straight off the bat. So I think, I think it was cool, man.
1: Absolutely. And and speaking of that track, uh, what can you tell us about Born of Satan's Clash track too?
0: Oh man, uh, it's I. I did one of the first uh, we actually kind of started writing for the record. Uh uh-huh. it, it might have been one of the first that we, we actually came together. You know, as a cohesive song, like that we kind of finished. or are confident with uh, early on, but uh, yeah, for the, for the first song on a record, I think it, it comes out fucking swinging, it's, it's fast, chaotic, uh, and it, it really uh, uh, has something to say, you know, your, your first track, especially after not having a record out in five years, you wanted something that really, you know, uh, came out swinging and uh, was vicious. I think that, uh, it serves that purpose.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, it does. Um, and then, uh, track three, uh, The bestowal of Abomination.
0: Yeah, um, that one's, you know, kind of, it's back into that kind of, uh, mid-tempo Guild War crew, That and we have, like, a, I don't know, I think we operate pretty well within, in that, uh, that kind of tempo and feel as well. So it's kind of, you know, kind of gives a break, it gives you a break after the, the nonstop, you know, speed and uh, all the hectic changes that one of Satan's Flesh has. You know, for the third sure. track, uh, the second musical track on, on the record, I think that is kind of a nice uh, change of pace. And within the whole record, there's a lot of, uh, you know, ups and downs, and, uh, you know, it's, We're good at doing a lot of different styles and combining things, so it should have you know everything kind of showcased at some point in a
1: record. Absolutely, absolutely, it's a great track. Love the title for that one. Um, And then let's see, track four, the the uh, title track, uh, "Angels Hung from the Arches of Heaven."
0: Yeah, this I guess. There's gonna uh, there's a video coming dropping for that on release day. Nice. As well, we did a did a video for that song too, and I guess um, that would be probably like the most maybe melodic song on the record. Sure. In a way, it's got kind of like uh, it's driving and fuel, you know, but it's it's got a little melody to it, and it's like a melancholy kind of um, tone to the song. But it's definitely I feel and that one's gonna be really fun to play live and. Uh, yeah, uh, I think the video will be a, a nice um, accompaniment to the the song as well. And I think that's going to turn out really cool. So, yeah, it's maybe a little different for us, but it it just felt so natural writing it. And, and, uh, yeah, it just felt good. Man.
1: Nice, nice, excellent. And then uh, track five, "Death from Above."
0: Yeah, we. uh I guess that was released as a you know a single a uh, few weeks ago. Yep. Uh, and yeah, that's I mean just a straight to the throat kind of no frills, just a uh, kind of punky pump, thrash song, you know. And uh, it's another thing that we're you know it's easy for us to
1: just
0: <clears throat> put together. You know, and I remember that song just kind of came together. It's one of those that just happened so quick, and it's like, all right don't touch it it's, it's
1: good <laughs> sure sure it's a great track it's a really great track um, and let's see uh, track 6 uh, Ruinous uh, Liturgy yeah that's um, that's
0: another one I think might have been one of the first we were working on for the record too okay and uh, and uh, I'm I remember when, uh, we were in the studio and hearing what Ben was working on and coming up with lyrically and vocally and uh, Damn! I remember, um, you know, being in the control room and hearing and doing a hearing his vocals come together for that song. And I was like, God damn! I was, I was he never ceases to impress me about sure you know, with what he's able to come up with lyrically and vocally, and like, and him and Jarrett really worked. You know, like, working hard on like uh all right let's double this part sure just, just cool little things man on that it's it's really cool to just sit back and watch but yeah that was one of the songs i remember being uh in the control room listening to it all come together. It's, yeah it's, it's a cool thing to watch happen you know
1: absolutely and any of these tracks before we continue have you all played any of this stuff live yet
0: we've only played uh wanna say live on the the most recent um we did a co headline tour with Incantation, and uh, we uh, One of Satan's Flesh came out like a week, maybe a week before we started the tour. So, okay, we played that song for the whole tour and went over great, man. It was, it was fun to start adding some new material to the set after. Oh, sure, you know, um, it was fun. I, I guess it's just fun to play live in general after having a long break, force break, but uh, yeah, it's it's good to introduce some new material in the set, and that's definitely a, a fun one to play live, definitely.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And continuing on with the record, uh, track seven, uh, Victory is the Lightning of Destruction.
0: Yeah, let me, uh... Yeah, so that one, uh, it's kind of like a, a uh, kind of like a more punky feel in the beginning, and then uh, it definitely like picks up towards the end, and uh, a lot of cool band moments, a lot of cool Sammy moments. Sammy, uh, this whole record is obviously it's what Sammy does, packed chock full of killer riffs. It's amazing. I feel like on this song it was, it was fun kind of working on the drums for this song. There was a lot of like cool little fills that that I wanted to include, you know. But, but it's it's kind of tough for me. It's like, all right. I want to fit this in there without like you know, you know make. I don't want to put it in there if it's just not gonna fit, but I, I wanted to slip like certain things in there that uh, I was able to do like I feel like tastefully without taking away from the song. Sure, but especially towards the end, uh, there's some cool little pills that uh, I was able to add in there, and yeah, I kind of liked how it, um, I guess when we started working on it, I don't think any of us were like, uh, maybe this one wouldn't make the record or something you know but like once everything everybody had their uh their time with it sure all the the, the vocals were were done said and done on and everything it totally like changed my mind about the song i was like, god damn like it's amazing how your opinion can change once you know everything is uh it's all done their, yeah yeah. what's their input on it so definitely uh the finished product like definitely blew my mind
1: it was cool very very cool um yeah the record is it's so many uh cool uh, feels and everything from, from you guys it's, it's oh it's such a I love when y'all put stuff out it's so exciting for me as a fan um uh, let's see uh track 8 voracious blood fixation
0: yeah yeah um, I remember uh before we went in the studio I was, I was you know Working on my parts, working out parts. Like I get really fucking uh, anal and nerdy about it. Uh, like chart out my parts. And everything, sure, so sure. It's kind of mapped out and stuff. Of course. And man, for this song, I was really trying to come up with some cool patterns and work just drum wise, you know. And it, it, for a while, it kind of kind of stumped me because I'm like, man, I don't want to just come up with. This whatever, like cliche, just take the easy way out, like, you know, the drum parts or whatever, so I to come up with some cool little unique patterns that made it unique instead of just kind of
1: throwing it in, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. I think we're able to
0: make it interesting uh, on the drum front and then everything else too. Uh, I think that's going to be a fun one. But I think all these songs are going to be fun to play live. I'm just still so that we have a record coming out. I'm still uh, just excited about the whole thing. And- yeah, that's definitely gonna be a fun one to play live too. It's, it's got that kind of three, four, six, eight kind of triplet groove going, and it's a, it's a good kind of bouncing feel for a heavy metal song, you
1: know. Oh yeah, it's killer, man. This record's so good. Uh, what about, uh, excuse me, track non, the Devil's Warlords?
0: That's another. Uh, that's another blazer, man. It's pretty, pretty fast. Pretty fast one. Um, it's, I think it's you know probably up along the lines of intensity maybe a uh, one on Satan's Claw a lot right. of uh, kind of frantic in the uh, just the arrangement of the song as far as riffs and then also you know when it came, came to the drum parts there's a lot of parts that I had to like rack my brain about about um, trying to do something a little off the wall but still make it cohesive and still make it cool and interesting without you know just doing uh, Whatever might just be normal or stock sounding, you know. Of course, I always challenge myself to not come up with, these, with like stock metal drum parts. I want to come up with something interesting, interesting, but also it makes sense in like a pattern kind of way. I don't. I'm just really I, I strive for uh, for that. You know, it's having something interesting that, that that kind of makes sense that you can repeat in a different fashion. You know, in kind of an AB style, uh, but aside from that, lyrically, vocally, um, some of Ben's I think best best vocal performance on the record too. It's it's a pretty brutal song and definitely uh, kind of picks up the pace towards the end of the record for sure.
1: You know? Oh yeah, it's I can't wait to hear that one live. That one's going to be nuts. Um, Let's see, uh, if y'all play it, it would be cool. I, I think this record's so good. Um, let's see, track 10, uh, Weight of a Soulless Heart.
0: Yeah, that's a kind of unique one. Um, when we were writing this one, I remember kind of thinking of it like, and it has a lot of kind of like a, like a boy vibe vibe to it. Kind oh, yeah. Dissonant, dissonant kind of uh, feel with the, ne- the no choices and stuff, and then... Just a kind of disjointed feel that it kind of makes just kind of like an awkward sounding, somber, hopeless vibe. And it, um, some of the middle parts and the, towards the middle of the song is kind of like churning almost kind of like Sandy was like, well, you know, unleashing his kind of you know, sludge roots in, within in the riffs and parts, which I think is cool and it adds a. Another di- dimension to the the record, as far as our material being cohesive and the format of all the, all the songs are on the same record, but every song's got its own personality and vibe to it, which I think. Is cool.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, ever since the last record. Which the last record threw me the first time I listened to it, but I liked that because the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. This new one, it's it's uh, it's it's so interesting. I love I love listening to what you guys come up with when you put an album out. It's always very exciting for me. Um, I I can't say so much. It's it some repetitive, but it's true. It's very exciting. Um, uh, what about track eleven, uh, Nile? Man, uh, personally, I think this might be one of my favorites
0: on the record um i like its placement uh as far as being towards the end and uh it's definitely like the last uh kind of upbeat song of the record and it's just kind of when i like uh, you know about certain bands. uh there's I like the, just the quick in-and-out, you know, um, kind of simpler, just no-frills tracks, you know? That's kind of what it is to me. It just gets in, kicks your ass, and then it dips out without kind of overstaying its welcome. And uh, there's definitely us. Every time I listen to it, it's, it's fun. Also, it's a fun, fun song to play on drums. Sammy's riffs are killing it. Um, every time I listen to it, um, yeah, these... There's a couple bands band, uh, lyrics that just get stuck in my head and I think that would be fun to play live because once people kind of get familiar, familiar with these songs it's definitely like a like, sing-along kind of some parts in there. But uh yeah, fun song to play and definitely one that I'm gonna be pushing to uh play on the
1: road for sure. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I would love to hear this whole album, its entirety. It's so great, man. I can't wait for people to hear it and their reactions. Like I did. I love happen, it, man. Yeah, it's it's so killer. Um and then the final track, uh, and what a what a title again. And I was delivered from the wound of perdition. Yeah,
0: this song um uh, definitely is you know there was no question it was like yeah that's that's an album closer you know what I mean it's got that uh they came together um, so quick and so it was one of those songs it, just, it was a no brainer you know and Sammy came up in that um, kind of haunting acoustic intro and, <laughs> and everything about the song writing it and its whole conception was so natural it was almost like it was like being channeled through us or something Right, but uh it's yeah the way it came out on the record too it's i definitely i think people are going to be uh be surprised by it and um, hopefully they'll enjoy it as much as we ended up being surprised by it enjoying it but uh um, yes yeah, it's, it's an epic you know pr- pretty epic epic tune and then got a twisty turn at the end where we go and got you know, a little like kind of like a caveman black metal parts does that whole section that returns back to the the epic thing to close out the record and uh, yeah I think it's gonna surprise some people hopefully in a good way
1: I love the last album but you guys have outdone yourself with this one it's it's unbelievable Um, thanks man as far as from the last album to this album uh, did you switch a lot drum wise recording process for this record
0: no uh, same drum kit I used on Benchful uh, I think I used a different uh, di- I did pl- play around with a couple different snare drums I really wanted to get the best snare sound on, that I've had on the record so. it's crisp. it sounds great thanks man yeah, we went with a, this really heavy Pearl uh, reference brass snare on this record. Really experimented with the tuning, getting the tuning right on it. I think the previous record used a steel version of the same snare, but the brass really it uh, has got the crack and a nice body to it. So just little minor changes that so for me just kind of come with trial and error, you know, and just kind of finding what works and tuning them, you know, the best way that works with my playing and the style of drums they are, and then, then I kind of let Jared. You know, he had a bunch of different room mics because he wanted to present, uh, when it was time to give these tracks to Kurt to mix,
1: he wanted to have you know every little option that Kurt would want, you know. So we had uh,
0: several different room mics going on, we had we might, you know, top and bottom of the toms, you know, we did all sorts of just extra stuff. So it Kirk wanted to use whatever he had the option, you know what I mean, so and couldn't be more happy with uh, what with, with, with Kirk was, was able to do, because even just the raw tracks listening back to it, they sound fucking amazing, so if you have a good starting point like that, it's it's pretty rare that someone's going <laughs> to take it in the other direction, you
1: know. Well, let me ask yes. you this, the, the, the drumming, the production, everything is just a, it's a great, um, yeah. solid, product from you guys. I mean, God, it's so good. It's just a beautiful work of art. What uh, What can you tell us about the artwork for this album?
0: Well, the art, um, there's once again uh, um, Jordan Barlow, our good friend, who's, you know, uh, he's from the, the last three Goto Records, nice. the artwork. He's done, like, countless, you know merch t shirt designs and stuff. Really good friend of ours. He's you know, work dog tattoo artist as well, so he's done a lot of our tattoos nice. over the years and just a good dude in general and he will always have like a a really cool concept and he'll basically just kind of throw like a loose idea of the concept at Jordan and just let Jordan run with things. we have that kind of trust with them, you know, and and Jordan will, you know, come back with something that it totally encompasses what Ben was thinking but like totally it's above and beyond you know he knocks it out of the park and the work with this you know within it's kind of simple, simplicity and and, and like the sigils being more you know incorporated once again and uh Yes, yeah, it's just like a blunt kind of the cover art is blunt and simple but direct and to the point but also uh, you know the rest of our work on the record too um, they, it, it all plays into a, the main idea and uh and uh yeah i I, I think it's cool and if you notice too the cover didn't have the band logo which it just has the you know the sigil the band name and you know like metal bit i don't think i don't think they're very stoked on that but i think it's a cool (laughs) idea just you know
1: no it's a it's a great idea the (laughs) artwork's amazing not
0: not a lot of bands are comfortable with not having you know their their name huge on the front of their record
1: I mean it's I think it's cool Oh it's very it's very, very cool um, I wanted to tell you too uh, The live feed you guys did during COVID Oh
0: yeah that was, that was fun man. Dude
1: it was so awesome And I haven't Because of my health conditions, I haven't got to come out to a show and see you guys in a long time. But what a what a treat that was when you guys did that! So thank you so much for that. It was so cool. Um, Um, Thanks
0: for enjoying it, man. I'm glad we were able to do it, and I remember you know like we were tossing around the idea about doing a live stream, and you know at first we're like, all right, let's do it in our practice room or something. But I'm glad that we we uh. You know, we got with Jarrett, and then he's like, "Dude, if you guys are gonna do this. Let's do it the right way. Come down to Florida. There was, you know, just a, just a whole studio set up, it was just like a the cameraman, and the, you know, the whole whole deal had like a full production behind it. I think it turned out killer, man. We were able to bring out some songs that we haven't played live in a long time, and yeah, forget how many songs we did for, it, but it was it was." Shit, almost
1: like 20 songs, and stuff like that, but yeah, yeah, it was, was great. really cool, dude. It was, I was happy with it, man. It was such a for me, especially since I can't get out as much as I used to with my with all the COVID nonsense and whatnot. It was a real treat to watch that, so it was really cool awesome, to, to see, yeah, it was it was amazing. So, um, and it
0: then it was fun to do too, you know, because we weren't able to, we were still working right and working on these songs for this record, but it was nice to take a break from that, you know, kind of. Go play a show, you know. Oh yeah, it get, was, get in the van, pack our shit up, and go somewhere. It was, it, was, it
1: was fun. Yeah, it was great. It was the the live stream was fabulous. Uh, hopefully, some, I'll never have friends, to do it so. again. But I loved it. Yeah, I thought friends. it was I thought it was wonderful. Um, yeah,
0: we still have all, all that footage too. So hopefully, uh, we release it as like a bonus
1: thing. Or, yeah, man. Know, maybe a Blu-ray of it together. or something. That'd be awesome. That'd be um, cool, yeah. Um, and then as far as uh, any touring stuff you want to mention that that that's you can you want to talk about before I let you go?
0: For sure, man. Uh, next thing we got on the books um, is heading back to Europe, January, February of '23, and we're stoked uh, to be doing it with Revocation, good friends of ours, nice. and. Uh, they, had, they just had a killer new record coming out, and ours is coming out. So I think by that time, heading back to Europe, we have been over there probably four four years. Oh wow! So both of our records have time, have, have, will have had time to kind of marinate with people. By the time we you know go over there and fully start playing all these songs live, people will hopefully you know be familiar with the songs, and then uh, a lot lot full on touring back in the U.S. Uh, I think we're, we might have some stuff coming up in the U.S. before the end of the year, but nothing like too extensive. Because basically, sure. since April, we have played seventy-six shows. Oh wow. in, uh, in the U.S., but been burning it pretty hard. So, gonna kind of let the record come out. You know, people get familiar with it, and then be full on again. You know, but uh, yeah, stoked for a, to have a record coming out, and then have this whole cycle start up again. And, it, and it's funny because. Sammy and I are already working on new shit, um, already, so, yeah, so, it definitely won't be another five years for the next record.
1: Well, dude, it was worth the wait, uh, Angels Hung from the Arches of Heaven, from the best band in the world, Goat Whore, comes out October 7th. (laughs) From Metal Blade Records, dude, it is a it is a masterpiece. I love you guys. Uh, our listeners know I'm a huge fan. So, like I said, maybe we can do this in person on a show sometime. I'll I'll, I'll slip out of my out of my uh, out of my vault out of my tomb and come out and see go to and we'll hang out right or on man
0: i look forward to
1: that awesome dude well look i really appreciate your time today oh
0: man thanks for having me
1: dude thank you for doing this uh again uh, tell the guys i said hi and, and it's such a pleasure getting to do this with you
0: likewise man <laughs> and you know something
1: i sort of enjoyed it